Welcome to the Carl Sterling Podcast, delivering conversations with experts and excellence in education. Right. Good to be here. And uh, thanks for watching. For those of you who are joining us, we're streaming live to Facebook and we're on Zoom. We have a few people on already. This is fantastic. So I've been excited um, to bring my guest to the program because um, he's doing he has done many, many things in the in the area of um, you know branding and strategic change management, um, just building uh, building and scaling complex supply lines, uh, creating products that are great for people to use for their health and their, uh, um, um, you know, their conditioning. And uh, one of the products which we're going to talk about today primarily is something called the climber, which we're very, very, very fortunate to have a climber here in my neuromotor training facility here outside of Syracuse, New York. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce my guest, the co-founder and CEO of Climber, Avram Elmakis. Avram, welcome, my friend. How you doing, man? Thank you. Thank you for having me, Carl. This is a pleasure. Uh, and I'm doing great. We're, uh, uh, it's, it's an exciting time, and uh, we're, we're really excited about what we're up to here. I'm glad because it seems like, um, well, I'll go back for a minute. Uh, a couple weeks ago, we were at the URSA conference in Miami Beach. And uh, although we have spoken before and met before, we actually met in person there. So I'm really glad we had that opportunity. And you have a wonderful group of people who's working with you um, at the booth. There were several climbers and some workouts going on uh, with a couple of faces who I recognize from the videos on my climber, right? So that was fun. But also what I noticed is um, similar to myself, um, people who were new to seeing the climber being introduced to it at the conference they're quite in awe of the product so bravo to you on that yeah thank you it's uh it's always inspiring as an entrepreneur or founder when you know people you haven't met or, or you don't know you know see your product and your invention for the first time you never know how they're going to react to it so that's, yeah. uh, that's a very rewarding feeling as a as a business person to to kind of have that you know really excited reaction that i feel like we had at, at that convention yeah you know um I, I just want to kind of start our conversation with um that we again are very fortunate uh, to have a climber here and we use it with everybody um almost almost everybody some people who we have difficulties just because I work with a lot of people with movement disorders, couple and, you know, can't walk, can't stand up. But for the most part, 90% or more, we use it to some degree with them. Um, I, I know that you, I'm curious to know, and I want to get around to this, is what, how did Climber come to be? Did you have a target market in mind? I know you have athletes using it. You have a lot of people using it. You have celebrities using it. Um, we've used it here basically to uh, re re work towards um, increasing blood and oxygen to the brain because you get a fantastic strength and cardiovascular workout with this like actually like no other that i know of um the you're bang for the buck here time wise is you're going to get more calories on the climber than any other piece of equipment in here 
or probably on any other cardio exercise. But one thing I know we'll talk about in the future at some point is maybe doing some research on the movement disorder population. Because we're finding that when people do the climber here, a lot of them have cognition and memory issues. They seem to do better after a few minutes on the climber. Yeah. And there are a couple of factors, and we'll figure that out in the future sometime. But also, they, they love it. They feel it's a real challenge. It's a sense of accomplishment. So I know what I use the climber for personally, which is I'm looking to get lean and ripped <laughs> and cardiovascular conditioning. I know I use it for our clientele here, our patients here. How did climber come to be? What did you have in mind when you started the company as far as the market? Yeah, so great question. Uh, so I would say I'm constantly exploring things in my own life. I try to build businesses based on my own experiences. And, you know, I was a triathlete uh, before I started Climber and, and did a lot of different types of exercises, right? From running to cycling to rowing to swimming. And for me, I always felt like swimming was like the most easy on my body, mm -hmm. A, and B, that, you know, I was able to accomplish a lot in a, in a, in a limited amount of time. And so, you know, so I, the point being is I felt like I was attuned to kind of like what these different forces that I was putting on my body were. I had no intention of starting a fitness company or a health company or a wellness company, um, but uh, life from exiting our previous business, my wife and I had a, had a uh, of all things, a natural dog treat and shoe company uh, that we exited. And that life brought us to Denver, Colorado, which is a oh. very fit outdoor um, community. And I had never really been exposed to any climbing technology. Mm -hmm. And I came across a, uh, a Versa climber, which has been around for a very long period of time. That's sure. the climbing device. And for the first time I was like, wow, this to me almost feels a lot like swimming, right? Like mm -hmm. where for me, my experience was great full body workout, didn't feel any pressure on my body in any particular way, right? And when I would get done with a big run, my knees would hurt, my shins would hurt, my hips yeah. would hurt, my back would hurt. When I got done with a big ride, you know, on the bike, same thing, you know, my neck would hurt, my back would hurt. Yeah, and sure. so I was like, wow, why don't people know about this? And so, you know, I started really looking into the modality and some of the research around the modality of this contralateral climbing motion and just really fell in love with it. And I felt like you would see them in really high performance training centers. So they mm -hmm. exist in every professional sports team and you'd see them with like high powered executives and lots of folks, but not, you know, the world didn't know, right? About the modalities, how it would describe describe it. And so that's what set me out on this mission to say there were a lot of things about the existing technology that I wish were different. And so as is the case with many entrepreneurs, you set out to kind of change those things and kind of reinvent uh, those things. And so, um, and so in October of 18, uh, we started sketching out 
you know, what it could look like and, and what it could be. And that was the, the genesis of it. It was important to me at that time, Carl, that I would build something that would be just as relevant to me as it would be to my mother, who has a knee replacement, is in her 70s, and again, doesn't have, you know, necessarily cognitive issues or movement issues, but has, you know, physical impairments that preclude her from being able to do running on a treadmill or rowing on a rower. And so that, that was kind of one of the pieces, you know, that was important even at the very, very beginning. And so we knew that the, the market would be very wide, right? Oh, from mm -hmm. young to old, from, you know, shorter to taller, from bigger to smaller, from, you know, all, all sorts of conditions. Um, but it's, it's been this incredible journey. And, uh, and, and the other thing I would say before we even move on is I could feel something different from a mental clarity standpoint in myself, right? Not just, I mean, I've worked out hard at various points in my life, lots of different ways and that gives a sense of accomplishment and a sense of well-being and you know that kind of endorphin high that you get from a really tough workout sure. this was different for me um and so i kind of knew there was you know a there there and then over the years we've kind of you know exposed a lot of that it's amazing so you're talking um not even four years ago you started sketching it out so and then you had a pandemic going on so this is now just from my perspective with some of the videos i see of like dj khalid using it uh lebron james and other uh i think some mma fighters and i'm not real familiar with that world but you got some some people are using this thing and it seems like i'm, I'm hoping anyways it seems like the momentum is picked up pretty quickly because people are catching on this is a really great product I think, you know, the beauty of building a good product with the right intention mm -hmm. is it, that's all you need, right? I mean, there's, it's much more complex than that, right? And none of us planned on COVID, and none of us planned on supply chain, and none of us planned on yeah, lots sure. of these other things that happened in the world that we have no control over. But what, what we can control is you know, our intentions. What we can control is, you know, a product that actually works, right? And and provides value to all of these different folks. And it's just been, it's incredible to see, like even today, uh, Mike Weir, who's a master's golf champion, sure. uh, is, on, is on Instagram with his climber. And oh, wow, like, man, I'll have to check that out. It's just so, it's so fascinating. Like if you think about a celebrity, a golfer, a basketball player, a football player, it's, it's just, it's so impactful. But to be frank with you, um, to me, the most incredible thing, the, the most joy that I've gotten through this journey is seeing patients like yours, um, you know, get value out of this machine because it just it goes back to that original intention of everybody should be able to do this and get value in their own way for different reasons whether it's a really tough workout or whether it's we're trying to move again or 
you know, whatever it's, uh, that's the key. Well, it's interesting. Um, first of all, I love the, your intention behind it, you know, which really, uh, makes it authentic and genuine that you're coming from a place of, uh, really thinking about other people and what does provide value? What, what can we do that will really help a wide range or maybe everybody wide range of people? Um, you know, it's interesting. I've been doing this a long time in my business and we've only had the climber now maybe three months set up and operational. I, I think it's April it was set up. So we're about three months in, but what's interesting is prior to that, you know, I have an elliptical, I have a rowing machine, I have a really nice Nordic track, super high-end studio bike with 800 places in the world you can go and bike and different resistances and, you know, nice treadmill and Stairmaster and all these things. However, um, well, let me also say that we would get somebody on a couple of those things, you know, people won't do what they don't like to do, generally speaking. So I'd rather have them do things they will do and then work at getting better at that. And one of the things that we see often is a cardiovascular, uh, a lack of cardiovascular fitness, if you will, uh, endurance, and where they're they're winded uh, very quickly when they first, maybe maybe when they just start coming in here for their sessions. Well, we could be doing any of those machines I just mentioned for weeks or months. However, three months of climber, and, and there are people who are doing much better. They've made much quicker progress doing less time of cardio, but doing it on the climber. Yeah. And so that in and of itself is a really cool thing because now they, they'll do, you know, one guy came in, he did 45 seconds the first time. That's it. He was yeah. done. Well, now he's up to five minutes. This is three months later. Another one, similar situation, one minute, two months ago, three minutes the other day. And it doesn't sound like long to people, but you have to understand what it is to be on the climber. But it also means that they can get on their other piece of equipment that they like to do, or a couple of them, and totally blow away their past numbers on those. Yeah. So thank you for that. And that thank you for my people, because they also know we were going to talk today, and they appreciate this. There's more to it than that, and I don't want to take up our time with me saying a whole lot of stuff, but I will say that I know we've talked about in the future doing uh, maybe a project and some research. There's a lot more going on than just a cardiovascular workout and a full body, multi-muscle group, total muscle group workout for strength. You got the cross patterns, reciprocal limb cross patterns, but I'm absolutely convinced that the increased circulation to the brain, blood and oxygen, along with the neurochemicals that create are created from doing that, growth hormones, preservation hormones, but two hemispheres of the brain, I think they're firing better together because we have reciprocal pattern going on, not a, um, is it, whatever the opposite you, name is for that of a climbing pattern, because we don't climb the same limb. We do yeah. opposite limbs. Yeah, you could you could imagine, yeah, somebody like climbing like that. I always I you know, the analogy I use for this, Carl, is like 
there's two things that as people we we are born with regardless of where we're born in this world one is you know and that's our innate programming crawling which yeah. is the contralateral movement pattern which i think most of science would agree is really one of the primary response you know one of the primary things that really sets our brain in motion or our cognitive incline um and then as we go through this life, right? And the second thing we know how to do is stand upright and walk on two feet, right? Mm -hmm. uh, everything else we kind of learn, right? Like you don't know how to ride a bike. You don't know how to row on a rower. You don't know how to speak your language yet. You don't know, you know, all these different things. But I think it's, for me, it's that return to the true primal movement, which is innate in all of us versus, you know, trying to figure out how to do something to, to get something to happen. And, and the analogy I use is, you know, we come as a baby into this world and we typically leave as a baby when we leave this world. And I, I like you, also have a very strong belief that there is, you know, some, some ability to help as that cognitive decline sets in. Because if you think about that crawling motion, it's something that we do usually from like a couple months old in life to maybe a year old in life. And then we really kind of never do that again, right? Or, or very rarely do we do that again. And yeah, so, seldom on purpose anyways, right? <laughs> yeah, so it's, uh, it's, it's just really cool that that to me is just this, unbelievable extra thing to it beyond what you were originally talking about which is yes it's a great workout yes it's full body yes it's you know all of these different things but you know that that part of it to me is also very exciting and interesting to explore it is and there's a lot more that needs to be done with that exploration and we'll talk at some point um on another private meeting we'll have to talk about our protocol and what you know getting this together it's going to be really cool i have two granddaughters one is um about 19 months i think and the other is 15 months the 15 month old started to walk just before i came the sunday before ursa conference she took her first steps wow and now she's almost running but so she was 14 months when she started walking which for some babies that would be considered late you know my other granddaughter walked before that but my son her father understands movement understands primal movement and um he i said maybe three or four months ago she was getting ready to take her first steps he said yeah i know but i want her to crawl for as long as possible because of this developmental period and I said, yeah, I don't blame you. Why encourage walking? Because we know that once she starts, she'll never stop. So let's just get in a couple. She got another couple of months of crawling in. What's really interesting, though, too, and I'm sure, you know, I'm sure that's good for good for development in every aspect. What's interesting is yesterday <laughs> she's at my house. I forgot to block off the stairs going up. She was ready to crawl. And guess what motion she was using? right hand grab left hand grab the other step so yeah. she was going to already she didn't have to think about contralateral yeah it's just yeah. inherently what we do 
it's 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 a beautiful thing when the product that you're selling or you're creating is primal right like it's innate in all of us it's not like you're creating something new uh to the world so i always say like it's within you right and each of us has our own peak right so for somebody to come in you know i've seen people that start with 15 seconds they don't even make it to 45 seconds and that's yeah. that that person's peak and then they continue to rise right sure. but what's fascinating is that movement after you've done it like it, it's it's funny it's it you know i've watched thousands of people now get on the machine maybe tens of thousands of people and at first you forget like how to do that you're like is it is it the right arm up first and then the left yeah. leg down or whatever because we do we forget but then within five minutes it's like oh i've done this before you know and somewhere in our buried in our mind you know is that return to you know what we all know interesting um we in the workshops that i teach around the world we um we have foundational primal movement patterns as a part of the course because you know people with parkinson's uh the number one concern in that population is falling right because the number one uh statistically number one cause of mortality or complications from a fall so we want to keep people from falling but they're still going to fall you can't stop every fall just from one course right one lesson but we will teach how to get back to safety if they do fall down so if they fall down and hopefully they're not injured and if they are hopefully it's very minor we teach them how to roll over front to back back to front both directions and sometimes that's actually a problem for people um some people have lost that ability they wake up first thing in the morning they open their eyes the first thing they need help with their first challenge is rolling over in bed something we can easily take for granted until we lose the ability the next thing is to get up onto all fours and the next thing is to crawl back to a chair or some object to help or no object and help, you know. So we practice getting up and getting down and getting up and down, but crawling is is a part of this. Um, and I haven't told you this before, but I will tell you that people I do that with here crawl better after we do the climber. So we climb first, and then maybe do a couple other things or maybe not. And then we do our fall matrix pattern and we do our foundational seven eight minutes of oh i fell down i need to roll over get on all fours crawl and get up they'll crawl better after a climber mm -hmm. and again it's i i guess it's it's to me that's pretty intuitive right because they're you know they're getting that same motion that they're now going to replicate uh yeah. you know if they were to fall or if they're practicing you know falling and then getting back up again so it's absolutely it's just uh it's it's a it's great to hear that though so so avram i'm i'm curious to know um this is a uh an organic conversation we didn't really have any questions planned ahead other than what i already asked but do you have a, a primary uh let's say consumer right now is it athletes is it um fitness trainers is it gyms is it 
where's the where are the climbers going to the most at the moment and what else who else are you looking to reach do you have any markets in particular that's two questions i have another yeah. one too but we'll wait on that uh, yeah so let me segment those two so the beauty of people is and the beauty of movement is we 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 as a company should aspire to meet people where they are right to create true value for them and so for to answer that question it's you know from a marketplace standpoint it's everything from a boutique gym to a floor-based gym to a university or a high school all the way to a customer that might be at home right um and it's a very wide demographic of potential marketplaces and potential places that that i think we could sell to and so there's no true you know what's beautiful about this is it's the technology right it's the yeah it is it's intellectual property it's not a company that's just focused on hey let's sell connected fitness equipment to the consumer it's just as valuable to you know a floor gym and just as valuable to you know a fire station because again you're thinking about climbing a lot of ladders in a police station as it is to a cruise ship or whatever so the marketplace and the opportunity is very wide for mm. very different reasons right so in you know we're just wrapping up a 16-month trial with mount sinai and okay. the reasoning behind there is how do we find things that are safe for patients with severe back pain um because there's not a lot of options for those folks and what sure. science is saying is you know not doing anything is the worst thing that you can do when right. you have the and so it's just it's a tool to that point for different people for different reasons so it's everything from the consumer at home to healthcare institutions to uh physical fitness application yeah. right from a who is the customer standpoint i think as long as you're you know at high school age all the way to your 80s and 90s and still have mobility yeah that's customer right and so if you said you know who is your target market right like if i said hey who's gonna run like truly run on a treadmill you know i would say that's probably high school to you know 40s and maybe even 50s right mm -hmm. but it's probably much harder to find runners in their 60s 70s 80s and 90s yes uh, and so and again and not that there are not those runners no, but there, but there are less i'm sure of that I, I think there's much much less because of the impact that just happens as yeah. as we run um so you know and that's one of the challenges right of of being a ceo and leading companies because that that customer demographic is so wide and yeah that, sure and that potential market is so wide and that's what as a business and as a ceo um, we're trying to solve for and we're trying to figure out okay well what where do we focus right specifically sure. um, today i would say the majority of our customers are you know uh in their middle years of life 
and they're primarily looking for something that's a safe, right? Safety is the first thing that we always hear. Um, you know, I, I want something that's not going to hurt my back. That's not going to hurt my knees. It's not, you know, the, the, you know, the, it's not going to create a ton of impact. And the second thing we hear is time, right? Yeah, so just like sure. we all share radically this crawling motion, doesn't matter whether we're born in Brazil or China or Africa or the United States or Canada, we all crawl and we all stand upright and walk on two feet. And it's, uh, uh, you know, but the other thing we do share across humanity is time. And so the other thing we really hear is I'm able to accomplish what I set out to do, whether that's physical, mental, whatever, in much less time because, sure. you know, on this machine. And so rather than my bike ride that was 40 minutes, I'm able to do this for 15 or 20 minutes and the result is equal. You know, if I'm yeah. looking at calories burned or if I'm looking at whatever. So I would say those are two very common things that we hear from the customer yeah i'm not surprised and i can appreciate the time factor that's why i do it so often myself because uh, it is the best uh, use of my time for a really good workout um so i, I was also wondering um with the athletes you have a lot of athletes uh, professional athletes using this i'm just curious What's the, I know the overall feedback is good, but can you give us any more specific feedback? Um, I'm just curious about that because yeah, they've got to be loving this thing. They do. And I think it's, it's three main reasons. Again, it's safe, right? Because typically when you're talking professional sports, those are very high impact, right? Whether we're talking about a hockey player or a basketball player or a football player or whatever. Um, but they're, you know, they require a lot of effort, you know, from the physical system. And so again, I think that those athletes are looking for something for their training that is a low impact, safe environment. Sure. They don't have a ton of time. And so yeah. they want to hit it for a very quick period of time. And I think, you know, the trainers, which are even more interesting than maybe even the athletes themselves are just so confident in the inability of the athlete to really injure themselves, right? So That's I think true. if you were to talk to a trainer, they would say, you know, and we work with the Nuggets and the, you know, which is an NBA team and the sure. Colorado Avalanche, which Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, All right. Go out. They're just our, our Stanley Cup champs. All uh, right. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. The, uh, you know, I think the trainers would say we like a fixed plane of motion, right? Mm -hmm. We like to know what that motion is rather than giving the athlete or the individual intuition, right? So when you think about choice, right? Like you could ride your bike like this. You could ride your bike like this. You could ride your bike like this. You could row like this. You could row like this, you know, and, and all of those things or most of those things are seated, right? And so the, the act of sitting in and of itself is automatically, you know, causing some compression. And, and so I think the cool thing is, is that the athletes, 
much like we would look to a doctor to say, hey, this is what I'm going through, what should I do, are hearing from their trainers that, you know, hey, this is what I want you to be doing because it's going to give you the results, but we know it's also going to give you those results safely. Yeah. That's, that's beautiful. Um, I don't want to take up too much of your time. I would like to just say something here for people who are watching. Um, all of us have a brain, all of us have a nervous system, you know? And so one of the things that I really love about the climber, besides what we've already said, is the fact that once we get on this thing and we start moving, no matter what the pace is, no matter what duration of time we're doing, although longer is always better, is, is this is, uh, I also feel this is the best machine for, um, let's say, elevating the heart rate. You can pace yourself. They're a really nice guide. I also meant to say, so I'm going to say two things at once. Uh, there are some beautiful guided workouts. And I don't know how many there are, but they have to be hundreds because we can go in and we can pick workouts that include the climber solely or there's some stuff off the climber and then on the climber and off and on. But what I really want to get to saying here is that you can use a guided workout. You can also participate. I'm in the Mount Denali challenge this month and I've got about 18,000 feet to go. So I better get moving. We also have uh, the fact that because your heart rate will be elevated more quickly, um, this is going to help us to create growth factors in the brain, particularly BDNF, brain-derived neurotrophic factor, which is uh, best produced by an elevated heart rate. And this is also known in some arenas as miracle growth of the brain. So when the brain creates this after elevating the heart rate for a few minutes, and the higher it goes, the quicker you do it, the more BDNF there will be. This is a neuroprotective hormone and protein that helps to slow the death of dying brain cells and can even possibly give birth to new brain cells in the cerebellum. I'm sorry, not the cerebellum, scratch that, the hippocampus and the olfactory bulb. So I'm saying this because we notice people with cognitive decline, early dementia, um, doing better when they get off. There are two different ways to look at the uh, benefits, cognitive benefits. One is short-term, one is long-term, and that's a different conversation. Both are going to be helped. But what, what we're also looking at is we're looking at another vehicle here to get that heart rate up, create BDNF, have it circulate, and preserve cellular structure in the brain and slow the death of dying brain cells. That's really what um, what a primary benefit to the brain from any type of movement, but particularly the climber because of the intensity that you can choose to do on it. And um, for anyone who is predisposed, like we have Alzheimer's in my my family, the mom's side. So, well, if you're genetically predisposed to maybe having some kind of uh, disease like that, well, maybe you'll fend off or or. or You'll, you'll put off the onset or eliminate it altogether. So I had, to, I had to say that because I can't think of anything better than the climber to do this. And I'm really not trying to, I, I, I'm being completely authentic with this. In other words, it's not just because you're here with me, Avram, that I, I'm saying this. I'm saying this to everybody who I meet. With that said, 
how can people go and find out more about the climber and how can they go about buying one? Yeah, no, thank you, Carl. It's, it's exciting to see your excitement. And I know we've talked about this, but it's, uh, you know, I think the key, one of the keys to life, at least that I've found is just authenticity, right? And yeah. so if it works and you believe in something, you know, like you want to share that with other people, Absolutely. you want other people to know that because what's better than having other happy, healthy people. Yeah, um, really. In my opinion, there isn't a better, you know, a better outcome for this, for this world. Um, but people can uh, learn a ton more, like lots of information on climber.com. It's without vowels. It's C-L-M-B-R.com. Um, and you can purchase a machine there. Um, and, uh, and there's lots of other places, uh, you know, that, that folks can search and purchase from whether it is, uh, I'm interrupting. I'm really sorry. That is a really well built website, a lot of information, a lot of data. Um, so yeah, climber.com, clmbr.com. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, you, you could get lost in there. And I even find myself doing that sometimes. And we continuously are adding to it, right? Like whether it's I noticed blog that. posts or, you know, different advisors or different athletes or whatever. And just having, and even our customers sharing their experiences and their sure. journey because they're all so unique and different. But it's, that's, that's the most uh, rewarding thing as an entrepreneur is to see people that maybe haven't moved in a long time yeah. sharing their story or an athlete saying, you know what, I'm a professional runner, um, but my running has gotten unbelievably better as a result of doing the climber. Yeah. And things like that just are kind of like mind blowing to somebody like me because I'm like, this is just so, you know, so interesting. and so exciting to see the value that's being created. I, I agree. And correct me if you think I might be uh, off base here, but I don't think I am. When you really look at it, it's just so simple because we're taking an inherent primal foundational movement pattern. We're putting it in a position where you're upright. You're not actually crawling on a floor, but you're you're doing reciprocal limb motion. I mean, how how simple can it get? And I mean, what I love though, and I mean that with respect, yeah. we're taking something that we don't do anymore. Like you said, who gets on the ground and crawls on purpose unless they come to see me, probably, and a few other teachers out there, instructors. But also a diff different grip, you know, um, yeah. this and that. We can adjust the handles for the person and their height or maybe trying something new with them the guided workouts um adjusting our our stride our speed are we going to go long we're going to go short medium what grip what muscle group are we targeting it's freaking awesome man yeah it's there's something for everybody yeah. and like to point like for some people just this is okay yeah. And then for others, you see some of these professional athletes and it's like this. So there's, there's utility for all of us, right? Yeah. Which again goes back to the original intention and the original motivation behind it. it. It was not set out to make money. It was not set out for professional athletes. It was not set out for 
for any particular group of people. It was set out to make make the world better, right? And that's that's a really um, important thing uh, to know, and and to know that you're doing that in a safe way, where yeah, uh, it's it's that much more rewarding. Right. And it just, it, it just, it happens organically. And then, you know, like today I was on the drive into work and I see this master's golf champion and it's just like, that just lights you up because you're not asking those folks to do that. You're not, True, we're yeah. not paying people to do that. Um, you know, and it's just, it's very different than I think a lot of what we see, uh, yeah. you know, in, in the world of product marketing, if you will. Well, I, you know, we just met this year and uh, when I first met you um, and I feel this way even more, is just your authentic, your genuinity, your authenticity, your intentions for uh, all that you're doing. Uh, I feel that and I really appreciate what you're doing, you know, where you're coming from and what you're trying to do because you're doing a fantastic job. I mean, we're not, you're what, three and a half years into this from sketching to now you thousands of these or tens of thousands out there and in a pandemic and bravo to you. And, uh, you know, I'll always try to help you in any way I can. Um, I really appreciate what you're doing and uh, I'm so glad you took this time to join me. I really appreciate this, Avram. Thank you. Carl, it's been my pleasure, I, and and our res, the respect is mutual, and I appreciate the work you do, and I look forward to continuing uh, this journey together with you and seeing if we can continue exploring different angles and uh, possibilities, all with the intention of helping people, um, which is if 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 that again if that's the goal. Uh, that I can't think of a better one. Uh, me too. That's what it's really all, all about. And he, uh, I don't know who said this. Somebody might have been Muhammad Ali, but I love the quote. It ain't about me. It's about we. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, it's not about me. I'm just a guy. So yeah. it really, it's about we. Um, if you don't mind, I'm, I'm going to end this in just a moment, but please stay with me for like one minute. Just wanted to ask you a sure. question. Um, yeah. Any. Anything else you want to share with us before we sign off? No, Carl, I appreciate the work you do. I hope the listeners have gotten some value and an understanding uh, of what we do at Climber. And, uh, you know, feel free to reach out to me directly uh, for anybody listening uh, with questions, concerns, feedback, you know, um, and, and it's been a pleasure to connect today. Well, again, thank you so much. Really, I was looking forward to this, and it's so nice to talk with you and bring what you're doing to my audience. Uh, folks, be sure to go to climber.com, clmbr.com. Check it out. There's a lot of stuff there. It's a great website, great product. Um, Avram, thank you again. And everyone who's watching, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening, and have a fantastic day. Take care. Thank you.